What have you at home? Say that to your neighbor. Tell them I have a lot, a whole lot. Amen. Second Kings chapter 4, verse 1 to 7. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be born men. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, and what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid had not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out, she poured out and it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel and he said unto her, there is not a vessel more and the oil stayed, verse seven, let's read together, one, two, go. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, go, sell the oil and pay thy debt, and leave thou and thy children of the rest. Now, this story, I'm just letting them, is a story um, told about Elisha's, Elisha's ministry. Uh, he had served Elijah. Elijah had one portion. Elijah had a double portion. You know that. Elijah performed 16 miracles. Elisha performed 32 miracles. But the difference, one key difference, of, and let me also say this, Elijah served Elijah until the time of him to go. So here is this Elijah. Elijah was a type of John the Baptist. He was a forerunner. He was a man of fire. He was not friendly. He didn't interact with people. He lived mostly on mountains and hills and caves, and he was just a very unusual man. He, was, he didn't have friends that many, and he just focused on what he was called to do, and he did his job. Now, someone like Elisha, who had a double portion, had an opposite nature. He was like Christ. Elisha was a friend of everybody, women, children, prophets, kings, rulers, in spite of having a double portion, yet he had a very friendly personality, accessible, uh, down to earth, keep it real, yet he had, this, he had double what his master had. When they wanted to arrest Elijah, the king sent 50 pro king soldiers, 51 soldiers one time, Elijah sent fire, burned them. You know the story. The king sent a second 51, fire again, roasted 102 soldiers. And then the king, of course, stubborn like the devil, sent a third 51. When they wanted to arrest Elisha, another king wanted to arrest Elisha, 
He knew that Elisha had a double portion, and so he knew that this man was doubly dangerous and had a, a strong, if his boss, who had one portion, could kill 102 soldiers just like that. The king sent the whole army. Say, listen, this guy is dangerous. He has double what his boss has. So if he roasted 102 soldiers, this one will roast uh, 204 soldiers. So let's just send the whole army. And when the soldiers came, of course, the servant of Elisha woke up and saw them and said, my master, we're surrendered, we're in trouble. He smiled. He said, Lord, open the eyes of this boy. Let him see that uh, there's a kind of protection you give to pastors that uh, it's not police or soldiers that is there. And he opened his eyes. So chariots of fire all around the city. Then he said, yeah, I'm in the right church. I'm hooked up with the right pastor. Say, Master, let's give them. Say, uh uh. Lord, he said, strike them with blindness. And then he led them and told the king, feed feed them. He fed them, opened their eyes, and now go home. And they never came back to attack them. I like Elijah, but by calling and by nature, every New Testament prophet is more of Elisha. Jesus was more of an, in the order of Elisha. I'm making a point by going into all this story. John the Baptist was in the order of Elijah. Jesus was a friend of sinners, was, came in the order of Elisha. He also came in the order of Melchizedek, which will look, I mean, he, he was everything. But Elijah, Elisha was so friendly, friendly that everybody could go to him. And this is the background under which this woman ran to Elisha that we just read in 2 Kings 4 and said to him, there's a crisis. We need help. So let's break it down, as they say, and milk the word and see what you can get out of it that you can apply today. The focus is on the woman today. Of course, some theologians have stretched it to say that Elisha was Jesus and the woman is the church that went to Jesus and Jesus said, what do you have in the house? And the anointing is what is in the house of God. And Jesus said, go borrow vessels, go and bring sinners and people who are sick and whoever needs the anointing, that the anointing may be used to solve their problems. And then the church should from their profit. It's possible. And the word is open to as much. It's still correct if you want to stretch it up to an apostolic dimension. But today we're dealing at a pastoral level, at a teaching level. Amen? Number one. There is something you've been given that you can use to get what you've been promised. 
Peter said, we've been giving exceeding great promises. I was telling you on Sunday, I have been telling you to, on this journey on how to profit from the anointing. Every one of you has a gift and a talent and an anointing and a calling and a destiny. The assignment for you and I is how to discover what it is. Some of you have musical talents, administrative talents, prayer talents, teaching talents, pastoral talents, anointings for cooking, dressing up, uh, fixing hair, fixing makeup, sweeping, cleaning, washing, singing, playing instruments, uh, fixing lights, climbing the roof, fixing houses, uh, having a very sweet voice to pray for people or answer the phone or type letters or be computer savvy or uh, speak well. or Everybody has something. So God, in his greatness, knows that you need money. That's why God knew on your life journey, he loaded you with certain giftings and talents. The job I have at hand is, since we started last week, is to hopefully, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and by his grace, get you to think and to look within. What is it that I've been given in order to get what the scriptures have promised me. Psalm 23, verse 5, my cup runneth over. The latter part of that psalm. How do I transform it to money, to influence, to power, to success, to meet my needs? I told you last week that you must realize that there's something you have been given. Number two, she made the right move. She took the right initiative. Notice that she cried, according to verse 1. She cried to, she went to, she got up. You say, you know what? <laughs> if we stay here, we'll stay a long time. Faith without works is dead. I believe, I believe, I believe. Yeah, step out. She took the initiative. Many of us are waiting for God, and God is waiting for us. We've been giving power. Say, I've been giving power. If you can get this shift in your head, in your spirit, money will begin to flow to you. Stop sitting and waiting for God. There's nothing you're expecting God to do he hasn't finished with. Jesus said he's finished. He's sitting on the right hand of his father. He's not coming again. There is no witch, wizard, devil, anything that Jesus will handle again for you. Never. It is done. Finished. It is now left to you and I to discover that power and use it. That's where we are today. Question I have for you. Would you go to a man of God you don't trust in? So she trusted in Elisha. She had trust in him. She believed in his ministry. She knew she could talk to him. She knew he was accessible. She knew he was there for everybody. Nobody apart from Jesus touched people like Elisha. Children, men, women, 
Even his bones raised the dead. She trusted him. She cried out. She went to the right person. Do you know why some of us have not gotten our breakthrough? Look at me. We go to everybody. She went to the right person. Number two. She had a marriage that was spiritually sound. But financially broke. She said, my husband, your servant is dead. Thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. I told you last week, he feared God, but he died before his time and left his wife and two sons broke. Yet he went to heaven. Loaded in the anointing, but broke. His anointing couldn't defeat death. Couldn't heal him. Couldn't provide for him. Creditor means he borrowed money and couldn't pay and couldn't solve the problem. Couldn't even pay his hospital bills and die. Obviously, she didn't have much skills, didn't have much talents, couldn't have another job, couldn't get a backup, didn't have money saved, not even squirrel money. Tragedy. Crippled her. She couldn't move. Until it was almost too late. Frozen by fear. We're talking about this woman today. Lost her sense of creativity. Women usually have that self-preservative instinct. At what point do you rise up? Son, two sons about to go. Her father represented her past. A father represents your past. A husband represents your present. Your children represent your future. In dream interpretation, if you dream of a father, it means your past. If you dream of a husband or a husband figure, it's your present. If you dream of children, it's talking about your future. One of these days we do it. And you get it clear. These are types and symbols. Husband gone. She herself now about so her. She left her father. Father gone. She can't go back. Husband gone. Her future two sons are about to go. That was when something snapped in her. She woke up from that stupor and slumber. And said I better move and do something. Before they destroy my children. Next point. This woman had enough in the pot of oil. But lacked spiritual vision. She had what she was looking for in the house. But her eyes were closed to it. Put your hand on your face and say father. Father. Open my eyes. Say "Father, father. Give me spiritual vision. In the name of Jesus. Open my eyes to see what I have in order to get what I need. In the name of Jesus. Can you make that your prayer for a minute? Father, open my eyes to show me what I have. To show me what I'm looking for. To show me where to go. To show me who to talk to. To show me who to connect to. 
Father, open my eyes to show me what I need to do. I know that what I'm looking for is somewhere within me, around me, near me, in my house, in my church, in my family. Show me! Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Say amen. Did you, the prophet did not sweat. He didn't say, Your husband is dead. Your children, which is what our friends give us. Sympathy that doesn't produce anything. She had oil, but didn't see. The, the, The prophet said to her, what do you have in your house? Look at verse 2, 2 Kings 4. Are you getting anything out of this? And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for you? First question. Before you, you profit from the anointing, before you profit from the gifts you have, first of all, settle it on what do you want God to do for you? That is one. I want money for what? I want to make a CD for what? I want to be a pastor for what? I want uh, a car for what? Purpose. Anything that doesn't have purpose is open to abuse. I want my healing for what? I want my healing so that I can go and heal other people. Aha! God says, now we're talking. Oh, God, Father, I, if just do it for me so that you, they will know that I'm serving a God who is mighty and a God who is powerful. Oh, oh, God, don't let my enemies see my shame. That's why he has no answer. Now your enemies have seen your shame. God, deliver me so that I can go deliver other people. Take self out of it. Put God in it. Hmm, that's what he's looking for. What do you have? What shall I do for you? Second question. He said, tell me. What has thou in the house? He said, look at me. He said to her, assess your house. Assess your situation. Sit down and count. Evaluate. Appraise. What do you have? Many of us don't even know what we have. What do you have? Write this down. Give God what you have. And he will do the rest. She made the move. Look at what the the, the prophet gave her. Write this down. The prophet gave her a word. An instruction. An instruction. Didn't give her money. He gave her an instruction. What do you have? I have a pot of oil. We can work with that. Go home. Borrow vessels. Prophets, I love them. He said, do not borrow a few. Borrow from your neighbors. Give her a blank check. We looked at it last week. He said to her, Close the door, you and your son. 
Keep worrying. Write this down. The instruction you choose to obey sets you up to receive what you're looking for. We don't receive because we disobey instructions. Many of us, our prosperity is not released because we despise instructions. Psalm 107 says, fools, they despise the instructions. Who is it to tell me what to do? I'm looking for who to tell me what to do. Because I know that in myself, I cannot help myself. Uh Instruction you choose to obey sets you up for a breakthrough. Every instruction has a breakthrough behind it. I know you won't write it down so that I won't hold you responsible for it. Your mother says to you, daughter, go make me dinner. Go get me a cup of water. Hey, mommy, I'm just tired. I just came from school. Meanwhile, she has something under the pillow she wants to give you when you bring that water, cup of water. If I can get, I started talking to God to help me get to a place where I don't bother with people anymore. No more instruction. Yes. You answer your prayer on my own. No. People don't want instruction. People want solution. Don't tell me what to do. Just pray so that this devil will leave me. If I pray the devil leaves you and I don't instruct you, the devil will come back and still defeat you. I know I won't hear amen. Let's close so that you give your offering and go home. She made the move. She got the word. Write this down. For everything you're facing, there's a word for it. You and I on the search for the word that will meet our specific need. There's a word for everything you're facing. You haven't found it. That's why you're still struggling. So write this down. When you don't find the right word, struggling continues. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're, we're having a great time tonight. It's rich. So your assignment is to look for the word. The woman who lost a coin, dropped everything she was doing and combed the house. So she found it. You know what she did? She called for a party to celebrate finding one coin. Hmm. If you know the value, let me show you what a a coin is, the value of a coin. Remove a coin from a million dollars. That is the power of a coin. One cent. Write this down. The power of one has the destiny of all in it. The power of one
carries the destiny of all. Pastor, what do you mean? The power of your family is in you. If you succeed, your family succeeds. If you fail, your family fails. If you excel, your family excels. The power of one. One wrong person enters your life. Everything is in disarray. I hear this. One wrong person, one right person exits your life. Everything is in disarray. When the devil wants to destroy you, he gives you one person. When God wants to bless you, he gives you one person. When God wants to deliver you, he sends you one person. When God wants to bless you, he sends you one person. When God wanted to deliver this family that was crippled, he sent them a prophet, one man. The woman was so broke and desperate that she was ready to take a stupid, ridiculous instruction. How can oil pay off debt? What does he think he is? Who is he? How can he put off why I'm telling him how insensitive this man is? Politically incorrect. That's how all these men of God are. I'm telling him I'm desperate. My husband is dead. And he didn't even give me money to pay off the debt. He didn't even give me money. Didn't pay off the debt. Didn't ask me if I had eaten. Just telling me to go and what do you have in the house? I see if I don't know what I have in my house. Who does he think he is? I don't blame him. It's because he's not married. All these prophets, if he's that smart, why is he not selling oil all over town? Who does he think he is? If he's that smart, how come? If he knows that small oil can pay off a huge debt, why don't you go sell oil and become an oil dealer? That's what you and I do. Come on now. Uh, who does he think he is? Yeah, that's why you and I are struggling. The man said to his son, Esau, sir, you're my favorite son. Go and make me food the way I like it. Bring it for me. I'll eat. Then my stomach will bless you. He didn't say God will bless you. He said my soul will bless you. He went and made the food and sat down to eat lunch first. After eating, he went to serve his father. Too late. It wasn't that Isaac didn't know. He knew. Prophecy had come. Two will be in your wife, wife's womb. The younger will serve the older. The older will serve the younger. Jacob was to come out first. Pulled back. Esau jumped out. He pulled him. God said, hey, Jacob, stay back. Esau, jump out. Esau is the flesh. Jacob is the spirit. Esau is the Old Testament. Jacob is the New Testament. Esau is a type of Elijah. A type of John the Baptist. Jacob is a type of Jesus, Elisha, a new thing. The people who give you the instruction that lifts you to the next level are often ridiculous people. Empowerment comes from strange little streams. Empowerment doesn't come from the ocean because ocean is salty water. 
the person who will give you the <laughs> the person who will give you the instruction that will change your life doesn't have what you will get if you obey their instruction. Their job is to be an instructor. Your job, why is it that Tyson is richer or Holyfield richer than his coach? The coach is not the one. His job is not to fight. Therefore, he can't give the money that you that fought God. His job, what am I saying? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Every, when God wants to lift you, he will line up a chain of people to give you instructions. Often ridiculous and stupid and foolish. It doesn't make sense. If it makes sense, everybody would have it. My late uncle, who was illiterate, said if common sense was common, then everybody would have it. Hmm. Look, I'm an ad- I am addicted to instructions. I look for instructions. You see them here. When guest ministers come here, I'm listening for instruction. Instruction. It's not the prophecy. I love prophecy. No, 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 all that. Falling down. No. I'm listening for instruction. A word that will give me the next level. Instruction. 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 Stretch out your hand. Go and wash in the pool. What do you want me to do for you? Go home. Your son is healed. Instruction. Everybody, Jesus solved their problems. Instruction. Why are you asking a blind man what he wants? Instruction. Go study Jesus. Instruction. Oh, pastor. Oh, they want to take my house. They want to take my car. Oh, pastor, pray now. No, 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 no. It's not prayer. You're looking for instruction. Go! It's done. They go. It's done. Instruction. No prayer. One, the devil said, remove your dress. Go out in the streets. Daddy, daddy, get to my office. Let me see the devil that will kill you. Instruction. No prayer. No car. No taxi fare. A roommate offered to bring her. Instruction. Instruction. Many of you who ask for a heart for instruction become an instruction addict. Instruction means direction. It means revelation. There is no problem in this world that you and I will face or have faced or are facing that is new. What you and I are looking for is the person to tell us what to do. That's instruction. Tell me what to do. Would you raise your hands, stand on your feet, and ask God to connect you to your instructor, wherever they are. Thank you, Father. Talk to him. Talk to him. The solution 
the key to my next level, the key for my progress, the key for my promotion, the solution to what I'm looking for is in the mouth of somebody. Father, show me who they are. Link me to them. Instruction. Solution. Instruction. Direction. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Settle it today in your heart. Tell him, tell him, tell him. Father, I used to be rebellious. Spirit of rebelliousness. Take it out of me. Give me the heart to obey. Instruction. Make me a lover of instruction. Make me hungry for instruction. Make me keen. Make me sensitive to instruction. Show me. Lead me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, Father. Help me. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we want to celebrate your love that is lavish. It's because you love us that you've sent us a word like this today. Show us our pot of oil. Open our eyes to see it. Give us the heart to obey that ridiculous instruction that we may make profit. Show us the ridiculous instructions that you gave us or other men of God gave us or people gave us that we ignored because it didn't seem to make sense. Open our eyes to see and hear your voice even in the voice of a child. We give you the praise. And we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Give the Lord a big hand clap.